Welcome. You're listening to the Making the Shift podcast, where you learn how to go from employee to CEO and build a wildly successful coaching or yoga business. I built my coaching business while working as a teacher, and now I'm obsessed with helping other women do the same. Each week, I will teach you high-level mindset and business strategies that you can implement right away. I'm your host, life and business coach, Denise Vinieri. Hello, hello, everyone. I am back in New Jersey. I am ready. I had a wonderful three-plus weeks, basically, traveling the East Coast, and it has been just such an amazing adventure and experience for my entire family. Yes, we drove with three kids from New Jersey, and we made our way down to Asheville, North Carolina, then off to the Isle of Palms in Charleston of South Carolina, and then all the way down to Fort Myers, Florida, and then back again. And it was just an absolute epic trip. I talked a little bit about it on the last couple of podcasts. I'm still in a closet, (laughs) just in my closet now. I recorded every single episode that I was on, you know, my trip was in someone's closet. So I have to say, if you have been wanting to have a podcast and you are telling yourself that you need a proper podcasting studio, that is bullshit. You can totally record in a closet. That's what I've been doing. This is episode number 40. So stop telling yourself those excuses. You have everything you need as always to get started. You have everything that you need in every single moment. So if you have been wanting to launch your business or scale your business or go full time in your business, consider this a sign that it is 100% possible. I I keep I will keep honing this message. I will say it as many different ways as I need to keep saying it for all of you to really truly deeply believe how possible it is for you to do that. If I was able to do that with three kids working a full-time job and growing my business over the past couple of years to be able to be full-time in my business. And I've hit six figures, guys, already this year. Like I've already hit beyond six figures. So it is possible. It is possible. It is 100% possible. It's 100% possible to also, as a coach, as an entrepreneur, work from the road, which was another dream that I had for myself and my family, was to no longer be bound by the work schedule that somebody else created for me, to be bound by the rules that somebody else created for me and telling me how I was supposed to live my life and enjoy my life. And truly, this work is not for everyone. Not everyone is made to be an entrepreneur. Some people like being told where to be and and you know what time they have to be and when they can take vacation. That did not work for me. And one of my dreams for the longest time was to be able to take this show on the road, to be able to work wherever I wanted to. Even if I moved to Europe with my family for a year, I want to be able to do that. And it's possible. And this, these past three weeks where I traveled with my kids and I took time off and then I also spent the last week working from somewhere else just to see if we could do it. And it just was, it was such a gift and it was more beautiful than anything I could possibly imagine. I'm like addicted to it. I'm totally going to be traveling more. And I'm only telling all of you this because I really want you all to question, you know, what you think is possible for you, what what ways are you in what ways are you limiting 
you know, how much you think you can make in your business or what your business has to look like. So many of us take what we learned in our nine to five and then try to apply it here. So I didn't work on Thursdays and Fridays. What I did was I put all my clients on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, and I worked longer hours on Monday and Wednesday so that I could take off Thursday and Friday and then Saturday, Sunday. So I had like a four-day week weekend. All my client-facing time was in the front half of the week, and I worked longer than you know nine to five on Monday and Wednesday. And then on Tuesday, I worked like half days. But I challenged myself to not get caught in the nine-to-five trap, which so many people do when they transition into entrepreneurship. They they recreate their nine to five schedule, their nine to five vacation time and where they can work and how they work when like that's the antithesis of why I think so many of us become entrepreneurs. It's so that we can create the schedule that's conducive to us and our family and our rhythm to be able to take vacation whenever we want and not be bound by the two weeks that you know, corporate says you can take your vacation, which also limits you like where you can go (laughs) on vacation. So, you know, again, I'm just saying all of this because I want to be a constant reminder to you to really just question what you think is truth and ask, is that really true? Is that really the best way to be doing things? So, um, you know, I, I just think that the last few weeks I have so many, I got so many downloads. I got so many ideas, so much inspiration that's going to be coming over the next couple of weeks. I can't wait. It's been such a dream. And I had so many people send me DMs too. And they were like, oh, you're never coming home. And, you know, then they said they wish that they could, they could do it. Right. And all sorts of really lovely messages. So, you know, not saying we're moving right now, but we are definitely going to travel a lot more now that we both work from home and we tried it and it worked beautifully. And, you know, we are considering what the next few years are going to look like. We're envisioning what these next few years will look like for our family. And we're going to be reevaluating our goals as a family. So that actually segues really beautifully into today's episode. And I wanted to talk to you all about goals for growth versus revenue goals. This is such, I think, an important topic. And I don't see that many business coaches really talking about this in, in like the coaching industry. And it is really important for me to remind like my clients that we are all more than just a number. You are more than just a number. You are more than just the data that you provide, right? Like the data that your business is producing. You're so much more than that. And I think what happens is a lot of us get really caught up in looking at the data, looking at percentages. So numbers. So things like how much money did you make this month? How many consults are on your calendar? How many clients did you sign this month? What is your conversion rate? What is your goal for the year? What did you hit Q1 goals, right? And not to say that none of that is important. Of course, we do want to be able to look at our business and look at what it is producing. What are we creating in our business? And we that is that is one thing that we are looking at. We are looking at the data. We're looking at the numbers. And of course, we're looking at the revenue, But I think that we are doing a disservice to ourselves and our clients, right? If you happen to be a business coach, we're doing a disservice to ourselves if we are only measuring our growth through revenue goals. So 
I wanted to talk about goals for growth versus revenue goals. Okay, so I'm going to tackle revenue goals first. I want to talk a little bit about those simply because I think it'll be very simple, short and sweet. But then I want to talk about goals for growth. So when we're talking about revenue goals, it's exactly what I just said. It's really looking at the numbers of your business and what you are creating and the goals that you set and where you're at in terms of hitting those metrics. Okay, so it's the metrics, it's the data, it's the numbers. And the way I teach setting goals for my clients is I ask them, you know, what would you like to create over the next year? And from there, we just kind of measure out, okay, so what would that look like for each quarter? So I'm going to just use 100K because the math is super easy for me. (laughs) So 100K over the course of 12 months is, let's say, someone's goal. And I think that's probably for a lot of you where you're at, right? You're looking towards hitting that first six figures, right? The first crossing that 100K mark, right? Which is, by the way, the hardest part, guys, the hardest part is signing your first few clients. The hardest part is making those first few dollars. And the hardest part is making that first 100K. After that, I promise you, it does get easier. You have other problems. You have other struggles. With that first 100K, there's nothing like like actually creating that and crossing it. It's the hardest part. So anywho, we take the 100K. Sorry, I went off on a tangent there. So 100K, we break that down into four quarters, right? So Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. So every quarter you're looking at making or your goal is really $25,000 each quarter. And if you broke that down over three months, you're looking at something like, I don't know, for my brain, I'm just going to say $8,300, okay? I think it's like 8333, something like that. Um, My math could be off. I don't have a calculator. (laughs) So anywho, so your goal, let's say every single month is $9,000, right? And I'm just rounding up. So that's $9,000. Now you know roughly where you're, you know, if you were doing consistent months, that's around the number you want to be at. Now keep in mind that business is not linear, right? So you might want to see that you're making between eight and $9,000 every single month, but one month you might have a 20K month and another month you might have a $3,000 month. It really is not linear, right? That's what a nine to five is. A nine to five gives you a predictable paycheck, you know, twice a month on the 15th and 31st, right? That is linear. You know that as long as you're showing up to work, you're gonna get that consistent paycheck, With business, and this is the beauty of business, right, is that it's not consistent. So many people want that consistency, but I'm like, do you really? Do you really want consistent 5K months? I love that my business is not that consistent. Why? Because some months I have a 30K month and then some months I have a 10K month. I like that I have these peaks and these valleys in my business because it means that the sky is the limit on what I can hit in any one month, where in a nine to five, you don't have that opportunity because business is linear. So going back to revenue goals, yes, you do want to have an idea of how much revenue you're bringing into your business on a monthly basis, on a quarterly basis, just to see from a very objective place is there something that needs attention in your business? What do you need to tweak? What do you need to shift, right? In order to hit those goals. How are you thinking about that goal? How are you thinking about your business, your clients, things like that? 
And then I never adjust the goal. I keep my goal the same. I don't change my goals and like lower the number. I keep my goal the same and I change my thoughts. So revenue goals are there to provide an edge for you to go to, to stretch you, to expand your consciousness, to expand yourself into the next level. So if you made 50,000 last year, then 100K this year is really feasible. If you've never made any money in your business, right? You're brand new. You can set a goal of 50K and you know, at the end of 12 months, if you hit the 50K or hit beyond that, that it's amazing. If you don't hit the 50K, but you hit 40K or 30K, that is still amazing, right? We don't want to use our goals against us. We just want to use that those numbers, those metrics that I was talking about earlier, like how many consults you have, how many clients you've signed, conversion rates, things like that. You don't ever want to use the data against yourself. And this is why I wanted to do this episode because I see so many of you doing that. You're like literally whipping yourself. You're beating yourself up over these numbers that actually, not that they don't mean anything, but they don't mean anything about you. And they actually don't mean that there's anything wrong with your business. Nothing has gone wrong because remember, as I said earlier, business is not linear. So the numbers, the metrics, the data, those revenue goals that we set and then kind of end up measuring our progress against, it's there for information. It is just there for information. It is not meant to dictate the success of your business like or to tell you whether you are succeeding or failing or whether something is working or not working. Because I can't tell you how many times one of my clients, or even if I go back to the beginning of my journey, how I thought those numbers meant that I was doing it right or I was doing it wrong. And the truth is those numbers don't actually mean that at all, right? We get to decide what those numbers mean, period. (laughs) So the worst thing that I see happen is when we use those numbers against ourselves as if those are the only measures of success, the only measure of whether or not you are doing entrepreneurship and your business correctly. And it is such a disservice to you and to your clients to only measure success by those data points. So I want to like just take a little side, a little side story, side swipe here, because when I was a teacher, for years, I had such a problem with the way this system was talking about students. It would talk about students by metrics and data points and percentages, like what percentage of students that come from low income housing, you know, got a diploma or passed an exam and would kind of lump students into these into these just labels, to be frank, right? And I'm not going to go into the whole political piece of it, but The problem that I had with this, and I think a lot of other teachers had, was we were reducing students to percentages and data points. And we were losing like the the connection with the actual human being, with the person, right? Like that the the student wasn't just the ID number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? Like that that student ID number actually had a name that they had a heartbeat, 
communicate, that they had a personality, that they had a story, that they had a history. And I see this happening in business where, and again, I don't see a whole lot of coaches really talking about this, but reducing business to just metrics and data points. And you lose out on seeing that consult that's on your calendar is an actual human being who has a dream, who has a goal, who has a vision, and they want your help, right? But they are a human being, right? That your business, however much money you've made, whether you've hit your goal or not, is so much more than just that metric, right? Like you, as the business owner, are so much more than the metric of conversion rates and data points and how much money you've created, right? Like that you're so much more than that, right? Like you're a human being too who has a rich history and a story. And so like this is just one of the ways in which I want to teach this to to all of you and to my clients is that yes, we do set revenue goals because we're getting information from it so that we can show up and serve people actual human beings better. The other type of goals that I wanted to kind of just bring into your awareness, especially if you're one of the people that's really like beating yourself up over, you know, whether or not we hit the goal or you're making that goal mean so much about you is that there are other ways to measure growth. And that is really setting goals for growth, not just revenue goals. So goals for growth could look like personal growth for you. Now, as I was saying earlier, one of the goals that my family and I are setting is traveling a lot more, being able to work from the road and not just from our home in New Jersey, right? That is like a personal growth, but it does kind of affect my business. But you can have goals for growth within your business. So let's just say, for example, you know, one of the most important things that you could do in your business is to really, really, really clarify your message, to have a sharp message that's super clear, that speaks directly to your ideal client, that is going to magnetize them to you. And then you just keep finding different ways to say that message over and over and over again. So perhaps that's your goal for growth is to really clarify your niche and clarify your message to get really clear in your niche, be really sold on it, and then clarify your message. That could be a goal for growth. Another goal for growth, especially my full timers um, who struggle with posting every single day on social media. I give you all the permission slip that you don't have to post every single day on social media, especially if you've clarified your message, right? You don't need to post every day. But let's say their goal is like, I'm only posting once a week. Maybe the goal for growth is to consistently post three to four times a week. And those days can be flexible. You don't have to post, you know, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. They can one week, it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The next week, it's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, right? That could be a goal for growth. Another goal for growth could be, let's say you never coached on an objection on a sales call. You didn't, you know, as soon as someone gave you an objection, you didn't get curious and coach somebody to help dissolve that objection. Maybe your goal for growth is to be able to do that on your next few consults. Another goal for growth could be when you get a no on a consult, you don't beat yourself up. Right? Instead, you just hold loving space for yourself and you hold loving space for that client where they were at at that time of your call. Right? There are so many other ways 
that you can measure your growth and it doesn't have to be simply by the numbers. But when you are only looking at the numbers, you are missing out on the richness of your own growth. So I think it's the work, actually. I'm not saying that we're ignoring numbers. Of course, I'm a business coach. That's so important to be looking at those numbers. But more importantly, is the growth that you are undergoing, uh, undergoing. that expansion of who you are now versus who you were six months ago. In what ways have you grown as a human being, as a business owner, as a CEO, as a coach, if you're a coach, right? Like how have you grown over this time? And really sit down and and do this work. I think this is important. So, you know, I always like to give something tangible, like some activity for, for you guys to do to just kind of really be able to not just consume the content I'm giving, I'm providing, but also to implement it. And I think what would be really helpful is to like sit down and write down all the ways in which you've grown that have nothing to do with the number of consults you have or how many clients you have or how much money you've made in your business. Look at and direct your brain to the other areas of growth that are just, if not more, meaningful than just the percentages and the data points because you, my friend, are so much more than just a number, right? You're so much more than just a number. And those numbers don't tell the full story of your expansion as an entrepreneur. So I would sit down, get out a piece of paper. If you're driving, obviously, come back to this later and write down at the top of the piece of paper all the ways in which I've grown. And then like just let your brain just go and just dump it all out. And like every little thing counts, right? Like even if it's a a simple little tweak of like, I did my first Facebook live. I was comparing myself to someone else and caught it, right? Like all the ways in which you've grown. I self-coach every morning, right? Things like that and write it all down. Do a total brain dump, stream of consciousness. Just let the pen flow, get it all out. And then when you feel like you're done, read it over and ask yourself if there's anything else, right? And then write some more and then pause and then read through this list and really sit with each item, like really sit and bask in how you have grown, how you have changed, how there has been progress, right? That the return on your investment of time, money, and energy in your own business is like paying you back a hundredfold and it has nothing to do with the money, Like write that all down and really sit with that and show your brain how much you've grown. And then the next time you go to set goals, don't just set revenue goals. Go ahead and set the revenue goal, but then also set your goals for growth because you can be really intentional about the goals that you're setting that are for growth. Maybe you recognize that, you know, one of your goals for growth is to open up a Facebook group and go live, you know, three times a week in that group. 
you get to decide. That could be a goal for growth. Another goal for growth could be maybe it's taking off, you know, Wednesday a week from your business where you're doing absolutely nothing, right? Like obviously not working Saturday, Sundays maybe, but then taking, maybe you only want to work a four-day work week and there's a way to do it. That could be a goal for growth that you set for yourself over the next six months to a year, right? So again, focusing and drawing your brain to not only the metrics and the data and the numbers, right? Those things, you can have whatever thoughts you want about those numbers, but don't forget that there's things that you have achieved that have nothing to do with the numbers, right? They're just personal to you and they are just as important. And what I want to kind of end this episode on is, When you're only focused on the numbers and the metrics, you might feel really good about them. You might be in a place where you're like, I am hitting my goals. I don't know what Denise is talking about, right? And that's fine. That's amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. But it's also just as important to show your brain and and really like honor yourself for the goals that you've hit that have nothing to do with that. Because as I said before, And I think this is like my human-centered approach, my heart-centered approach to creating an aligned business is that we are all more than just numbers. Our clients are more than just numbers. And this is, you know, this is like at least the, the, the philosophy I have as a business coach. And I know that so many of my clients, I think this is why so many of my clients choose to work with me is they, they love the idea of making money, but they all tell me it's not about the money. And we know it's not about the money, right? It's so much more about the impact that we're having on the community that we're choosing to serve. So I wanted to just offer this all up to to you guys, right? That there's so many ways that we can measure our growth as a human being. We can measure the expansion that we're having inside of our lives and businesses And in case you got a little away from all the ways that you can do that, I wanted this episode to just kind of bring it back home to the full picture of what it really means to have a human-centered, heart-centered business that's really in alignment with your values, your morals, and, you know, the impact that you really want to have. All right, friends, until next week, go on out celebrate your growth and take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram. I am at Denise Veneri, D-E-N-I-S-E-V-E-R-N-I-E-R-I. And tag me on Instagram, tag your bestie, share this episode with whoever else you think really could hear this message. It is my mission to share this work with as many people as possible, my soulful, purpose-driven entrepreneurs. And if you feel called to do so, please share it with as many people as you think could benefit. All right, my loves, I will talk to you all next week. Hey, if you're ready to grow your business, I want to invite you to learn about coaching with me. Set up a time by going to denisefineri.com forward slash consult. We spend one third of our lives at work and it can be purposeful and profitable while having the impact that you want. So until next week, go make some epic shifts. Thanks for tuning in.